0: listening to the beyond terrestrial podcast your one-stop shop for the outstanding the unconventional and the downright strange strap in because the boys are about to take a wild ride i'm Folkmaster master b setting up that team for the duo of dumb foolery your hosts dan and lee I believe in aliens. I mean, in an
1: infinitely growing universe, why would we be the only living species? Bigfoot, Nazi, all that stuff, it's got to be real. How are we to say that we're the only ones? It's just ignorant.
2: I think aliens are not only from other planets, but they're time travelers.
1: Welcome back to the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, your one-stop shop for the strange, the macabre, the conspiratorial, and all things supernatural. I'm one half of your hosting duo, Dan Martson, and as always, I am joined by one of the founding fathers of the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, the man of the myth, the legend, Mr. Lee Eric Lee.
2: Dun, 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 dun. No. Oh, you can't see me! Whoa! You can't see me! Whoa! Was that
1: <laughs> was that John Cena music <laughs> that you wanted for your own intro? Yes,
2: yes. Am I allowed to do that? No, no.
1: I think I think that's copywritten. Vince McMahon's gonna be on your Shit. ass for that.
2: He's kind of a badass too. Uh, yeah. When he was on roids, especially. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm Lee Erick, coming to you from the Bell Witch's backyard, inside the Haunted Barn Studios, as always. Um, I, we've got an exciting... Well, we've got an interesting... Well, we've got a, a show for you today. Um, it's a different one. It's, it's a different one, it's for it's sure. It's definitely different. Definitely on the different side of things for us. Hold on one second. Me... But we
1: need to switch it up anyway, Lee, because, like, we did... All these Mississippi stories that are all really good, and uh, we need to take a break, and there's a big holiday coming up.
2: Yes, and particularly, it is a holiday geared towards, like, three things, right? Dan? Okay. You Do you want to know? All right, let me think.
1: Okay, right. so clearly we're talking about St. Patrick's Day, which is tomorrow from when this drops. A little over a week from now from when we're recording. Um, So what three things does Lee think about when he thinks about St. Patrick's Day? All right.
2: Well, hmm. Oh, you're Uh, guessing. No, no,
1: no, no. I want to pick your brain on this one. You're guessing. Okay.
2: All right. Um, The color green? Not bad. Not bad. Pretty close there. Yeah. Okay. Um...
1: The island nation of Ireland? Yes,
2: yes. The Irish, yeah. I, I.
1: and people who claim heritage to that island. Yes, um, yes. Whether they were from there or not. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes every redhead
1: and um
2: drunkenness. Oh, pretty much, yeah. I mean, I mean, I. My first thing was not necessarily the color green. It was actually corned beef and cabbage. But color green's pretty high up there, right?
1: Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, it's. It's the best holiday for green, I think, because you know Christmas comes around. Christmas has has got green with the tree, but then they always pair it with red. Yeah, it's, it's got to share it no with good. red,
2: right? Like there, I know. There's terrible. no other holiday where green is the the uh, the center stage. It's the star, if you will.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day has red like all over and pink. Halloween. Orange and black. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, St. Patty's Day green. Are there? What other holidays have a color? Oh, um,
2: like, well, it's not a color; it's like color scheme, like pastels for Easter, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mardi Gras has got like purple, gold, green, which is, I think, a pretty stellar combo.
2: Yeah, you know, i uh, I went to high school um in Puyallup High or at Puyallup High School, um, home of the Vikings. And their mascot was um, purple and green, like their school colors. Was Sorry, not purple and green, purple and gold. Right. Purple. And, gold, and it was yeah, it okay. was great for playing um, Madden because what I would do is I would always create a team and just take away the Minnesota Vikings and they'd be the Puyallup Vikings. That being said, um, I, I feel like I missed some there because Minnesota Vikings weren't a bad team. I should have just been taking away the Lions as um, as you do. Um <laughs> if, right. if you're well, creating a spot we, for a for another team that you've created. If we're if we're gonna
1: celebrate Saint Patrick's Day, let's do it right. Um let's get a couple beverages. Okay.
2: All right. Alright. Um what are you drinking? Okay. I tonight have a Leinenkugel's summer shandy. Um I'm a fan <laughs> of these ones. Uh you know I like the uh The fruity beverages um yeah you don't say moving on um i think line and (laughs) kugels is a is a fair um is a fair like combination of like what i i tend to like and what i tend to not like um you know darker beers i'm not a fan of uh and i am not afraid to say it i like my um my I, i like my um spritzers is it it spritzers
1: your your hard seltzers hard my hard seltzers i do i like
2: my hard seltzers. that's what you're drinking for saint patrick's but But that's not saint patrick's day so i had to get something that was actually a beer wow um so i went as close as i could i mean i guess i could have gotten shock top i like shock top as well and that's probably a little closer um wow but at least it's not bud light can i get credit for that
1: Sure, I guess. Well, you see, Lee, I'm shaking mine. I got. I, a I know little you got a Guinness. Might,
2: what what you got?
1: Can you hear? Can you hear the nice little clink of? I the ice I smooths? can.
2: I can. Are you? You got a Jameson? On the
1: rocks, yes, sir.
2: Nice. You're really going for it, huh?
1: That. Oh yes. Yeah. See, I. C- uh, I'm not. I'm not Irish. My family's uh, mostly descended from Scotland, but I love Saint Patrick's Day. And I go all out for the Irish theme, so Jameson, it is lad.
2: I feel like, I feel like Irish and Scottish, and probably gonna get some like bad fan mail from for this one. Oh, don't. Um, n- no, no, don't say that they're they're pretty closely related. I mean, yeah, they're
1: closely related. They're both Celtic, right? Uh, yes. But that's like that's like saying Chinese, Japanese. What's the difference, right?
2: Ooh.
1: Very ooh. insulting. Very insulting to a Scotsman or an Irishman. Okay. All right. I mean, but it, I guess as long as you don't say English, right? <laughs> They're all English anyway. <laughs> then, the, then they'd be really pissed.
2: <laughs> but <Banana! laughs> Oh, yeah.
1: So, anyways, Lee, um, let's talk St. Patrick's Day traditions. Um, besides drunkenness. Uh what do you do for St. Patrick's
2: Day, my man? Dude, uh not very much. Um you know, I like to try to have corned beef. Um uh, not a huge cabbage fan. Um but I'll uh, you know, I'm an Idahoan, so yeah, you know, I get I try to get some corned beef, some potatoes. You got to have those potatoes, right? Um Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's not like a traditional um thing, but if if I think of Irish, I think of potatoes. Um, just like I think of Idaho and potatoes, or just like all you people out there do, yeah. I said you people. Um, wow, wow, uh, wow, wow, Welly, wow, huh? Welly,
1: what do you mean, you people? <laughs> no. I mean people no, that uh, aren't from Idaho. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so for us, I love St. Patrick's Day. Like I told you, I go all out. Um, couple things. Number one. I always watch The Quiet Man featuring John Wayne. And now that I have a kid, I have to wait until they go to bed. But um, I also love The Boondock Saints on St. Patrick's
2: Ooh, Day. Ooh, that's a good one to ha- to watch. I like that
1: thank one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I do love corned beef and cabbage. Um, but, Lee, the key is you got to make it yourself. All right? Those corned beefs, you get it through at the supermarket way too salty. No good. Okay. All right. So I found a recipe. I make it myself. I put it in the fridge for like a week to let it brine. And then I cook it myself. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. All right. So you really do go is, all out,
2: Dan. I'm oh, not-
1: I, I go all out, son. Oh, I'm way into this. The other thing is you don't cook the cabbage. As long as you cook the potatoes and carrots, you add the cabbage in like 10 minutes later, right? Keep that cabbage a little bit more crisp. Exactly. Otherwise, it gets all mushy, and that's that's why people don't like cabbage, because if oh, you yeah. cook it too long, it tastes like crap. It smells like crap. It's no good.
2: Yeah, um, I'm with you on that.
1: So I'm all out. And then, um, you know, maybe, though... Like I said, I don't go I like to go all out, but we don't always go all out. So, I guess if I was kicking back on a St. Patrick's Day and didn't want to cook, I would probably make myself a traditional seven-course Irish dinner. That's a six-pack of Guinness and a potato.
2: Oh, I like
1: it. <laughs> I like it. That's seven seven courses, laddie.
2: Yes, yes. Plenty of bread there and some starch. I
1: can't can't do Irish accents. I can do Scotch accents. I can't do Irish.
2: That's okay. I can't do any accents. Dan, we've established that I don't do good jokes. I don't do good accents. I'm really not sure why I'm here anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, come on. Come on, Lee. Come on.
1: You're selling yourself short. Let's hear it. (laughs) Irish accent and go. Get in my
2: belly. I'm. Pre- I don't know. I got nothing. I'm Bat sorry. That
1: bastard was Scottish too, dude.
2: You're wrong on that one. <laughs> okay, I can do. It. I'm. You know what? I'm not awful at at uh, Sean Connery. Um. Well, n- sorry. Also Scottish. At, <laughs> I know he's <laughs> Scottish, but uh, you said Scottish. Um. I'm not bad no, at you're the, to try uh, the Will Ferrell Sean Connery like the Shaka T'Chak.
1: Uh. You That's no I- No, but Will Ferrell was Trebek. I think you're thinking Daryl Hammond there. Yeah, was, I am. My bad. Um, but I can't. Let me. Let me try. Let me try a little bit. Let me try. You, see, if you do an Irish accent, you gotta trill it, trill it a little bit. Trill. You have to have a bit of a trill, a little t- to the speech. You know.
2: <laughs>
1: that wasn't awful. That was not awful, Dan. Oh, oh, I think you. I think you better kindly.
2: Okay. Can we stop? Um,
1: yeah, that's all <laughs> I got. That's it. <laughs> um, But no, dude, I love, I love St. Patrick's day. Have you ever, have you ever watched the quiet man? Lee? No. Uh, w-
2: probably. Uh, um, my grandfather was a huge John Wayne fan. Um, like, every movie collection of John Wayne movies. Um, so I'm sure I probably watched it at some point in my life, but it doesn't stand out to me. Um, okay, okay. If I had to guess, though, scene. I think it was one of his earlier works. Uh, no, I think it's
1: like middle of career. It's directed by John Ford, so it is a classic. Um, there's a couple scenes that might stand out to you. One is where John Wayne drags Maureen O'Hara... Across the Irish countryside, like from the train station, she's gonna leave him or something. He goes and grabs her and literally drags her across the <laughs> across Ireland. Um, wow! And then at, yeah, I know, I know, very very not PC for twenty twenty one. And then in the end of the movie, the whole movie ends with a giant Donnybrook uh, between John Wayne and the guy who plays Maureen O'Hara's brother. So they have a big old fist fight. Uh, And then they take a break in the middle of it to get a pint at the bar. And then they just get drunk together and come home drunk. It's really great. Spoiler alert.
2: I think I have seen that one now that you mentioned that particular scene. That one stands out to me a little bit. I remember the, the, like, stopping to take a break. Yeah, there's nothing quite like a good Donnybrook to end a movie. Yeah. So...
1: Anyways, Lee, before we continue on our personal celebrations of uh, St. Patrick's Day, I think we should give a thank you to our editor, Mike, over at Simple Equations Media. Thank you very much, Mike, Uh, especially the hard work he put in in our Bob Lazar debate. Hopefully that has come out (laughs) by the time this one comes out. uh, We had a lot of technical issues with that show. Uh, Mike, the guys at Simple Equations, top notch. They are a full-service audio-video production company based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. They can take an idea from pre-production. They can record it. They can edit it. They can shoot it. If you want to do a music video for your garage band, if you're trying to break into movies or TV and you need post-production audio, anything that involves audio and video they can do for you. Um, they make us sound good. So thanks to those guys.
2: Yes. And I'm not even going to throw this one off the rails. Um, Mike is putting in some really hard work on this episode. And I, uh, I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> Try
1: See if you can uh, give Lee an Irish accent, Mike. <laughs> Let's see what we can do for this guy. <laughs> I am
2: sorry.
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow. That was bad. Um, So anyways, yeah, I love St. Patrick's Day. We moved down here um, to the Jackson, Mississippi area. Jackson normally has an all-out, like, big-time St. Patrick's Day parade.
2: But stupid COVID. God. It's always about COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID.
1: Dude, everyone needs to get that damn shot so I can go have fun again, like St. Patrick's Day parades and stuff.
2: Have you gotten the shot yet, Dan? No. In Dan's defense, I, I don't think it's opened up to, like, people in his position. I think yeah, they it's just opened it up to
1: people over 50.
2: I, isn't it, like, getting close to the, um, to the, what what is it called? Um... First or like not first responders. The essential workers, yeah.
1: Essential workers, yeah. Essential
2: workers, yeah.
1: Yeah. Hopefully by the end of the month, uh, we'll see what happens. So, uh, I am not an essential worker, but my wife is. So hopefully she can get the jab. She's like our guinea pig. We'll see what happens.
2: Hmm. I like it. I like it. I guess I technically yes. count as an essential worker too. There you go. <sighs> then go get the jab. I don't want to. I don't like needles.
1: Oh my gosh, don't be a pansy. Have a little bit of Jameson before you go. <laughs> don't point. go to one of the drive-through ones. Have your girlfriend take you. <laughs> <laughs> you get a you get a little bit of that liquid courage. Um so, Lee, do you know why St. Patrick's Day is so infamous for drunken revelry?
2: not for drunken revelry um, I thought St. Patrick was known as a teetotaler but I could be wrong um,
1: yeah I don't know about uh, St. Patrick himself but the thing is St. Patrick's Day uh, comes up in March right it always falls during Lent, the Lenten season and you know those Irishmen they're all Catholics oh, mostly Catholics um, so, usually during Lent, Catholics give up something. And okay. for a lot of them, that includes, you know, drunkenness. Well, the patron saint of Ireland is St. Patrick. And to celebrate his day, Irishmen get a day off of Lent. So, like, Mardi Gras is big because it's the day before Ash Wednesday. When you're supposed to give up drinking for 40 days and, you know, live a, you know, chaste and, and good life. <laughs> so everyone goes to it on on uh, Mardi Gras. Well, Irishmen get a day off in the middle, so everyone's like, oh, I'm Irish now. Yeah, let's drink. Okay. There you go. That's why it is. That's what happens.
2: Wow. Huh. Okay.
1: Um, so that's, that's how this whole thing
2: got started. All right. Basically as an excuse to drink um, when you're not supposed to be drinking. When you're not supposed to be drinking. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that, Dan. I mean, I guess I don't wh- hate wh- it. But what do it's you mean? Just that's one of those. How... Oh, okay.
1: Look, that's the reason Mardi Gras is a party, right? That's true. Say, oh, we're supposed to be good for the next 40 days. So let's have a to-do. Mm. Okay. Fair. And that's that's essentially how we got St. Patrick's Day. That and he drove out all the snakes from Ireland, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
2: Yeah, the snakes. Yeah. The snakes.
1: Anyway. You, you, you know that story, that St. Patrick drove out all the snakes, right?
2: Yeah, um, I heard that it symbolizes uh, something else, though.
1: Are you, are you trying to make a uh, a penis joke?
2: No. <laughs>
1: I was I was wondering about that. I was like, uh
2: No, uh. um I heard somewhere that uh there's rough indication that when it was drove out all the snakes, he was referring to the devil or like it was more referring to dro- drove out the devil and paganism um and just like drove out the last of it.
1: Yeah, well, he was very big in converting uh, Irishmen to uh, Christianity, which at the time was exclusively Catholicism. So, um, yeah, big deal. So, Mm -hmm. um, and the shamrock, uh, a classic symbol of St. Patrick, because that's what he used to teach them about the Holy Trinity.
2: Yes, yes. Yes, yes.
1: Father, Son, Holy Ghost, three leaves, all in one, the Shamrock. It's a it's a great analogy. Yeah. So, props to him, and luckily his Saints Day fell in the middle of Lent, so it was like extra special to ball out, and now it's, over the years, become a thing.
2: Okay. I, I'm not going to knock it. I like St. Patrick's Day. There's a couple reasons why. The uh, biggest one being you get to drink. Um, worst one being there's a lot of green green food dye that that goes into like different things. <laughs> I'm not a, yeah, I'm not just leave the food dye al- alone. It's not that it like ruins the flavor or anything. It just stains things. It looks gross. Um, yeah, just <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that that really awkward morning after. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're like,
1: oh my god. <laughs>
2: What did I eat?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, I guess uh, what we should do, Lee, we've been catching up. We've been talking St. Patrick. We should talk uh, alcoholic beverages after we take a quick little break.
2: All right, and we're back. Dan and I have been sitting down talking about the day of days in the month of March, St. Patrick's Day. It would have been like day of days in the month of May would have been a much better one. But May, May just gets, uh, what does May get? May gets something. Memorial Day? Ah, Cinco de Mayo. Mother's Day? Cinco
1: de Mayo. May Day? I always liked May Day. You liked May Day? I love May Day. The 1st of May, there's something special about it. Um, Plus, you know, I have a solidarity with the workers of the world. Okay. The proletariat.
2: I like Cinco de Mayo. Like, I mean, it's another drinking holiday, right?
1: Yeah, no. You know what? Um, Dude, down here in Mississippi, we had a hard time finding good quality... Mexican food. um, Just found a top-notch place. You see, you can tell I've had a little bit to drink now, Lee, because in a sober state, I probably would not say Mexican.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you usually keep it pretty PC. Well, you know,
1: we're having the Jameson. It's Saint Saint Patrick's Day, so we are enjoying. Um, The object of this episode is to see how much we can drink before. (laughs) <laughs> before it becomes completely unintelligible.
2: <laughs> 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 Mike, just let it go. Like, just let it go afterwards for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, at so, some point, yeah, it's yes, just going to, like, devolve into break. me and you. just <laughs> we're taking a break from the serious yeah.
1: stuff. We're going to sing Irish drinking songs. Ready? Ooh. What's your favorite Irish drinking song? Go.
2: I got nothing. I got nothing. Drink and drink and drink and drink and fight. I dropkick Murphy's. Drink <laughs> and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and fight and drink and drink and, drink, and that was it. Like,
1: <laughs> dude, there you go. I love the Dropkick Murphys. Um, no, I like um, I like Seven Drunken Nights or um, you know, Wild Rover. Couple. I like old traditional Irish drinking songs. So, um, all good stuff. Love it. Love it. Um, but anyways, Lee, we're gonna talk about beer. I like beer. You like beer. You're drinking beer. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking whiskey. Either way. Um, Beer is probably, honestly, St. Patrick's Day, if it wasn't for, you know, the whole history of it in Ireland, honestly, it might as well be like the beer holiday. It is like beer's day to shine.
2: Yeah, you know, no other, no other holiday out there, right, does, does beer get to be dressed up, right? Like, there's no other holiday that's like, hey, we dyed your beer bright green for you. You're welcome. Yeah. And,
1: you know, it's a real tragedy, though. Uh, the United States had such a massive German population. I mean, still does, like, most people's lineage probably goes back to Germany. Uh, in some way, shape or form in this country. And uh, Oktoberfest really should
2: be bigger. Yeah. Oktoberfest would be a good one for that, right? Um yeah. but you're right, it's not very big. There's a few places um that celebrate it pretty well um but just not very many.
1: So Yeah, I mean when you find a good Oktoberfest, latch on to that. I mean the pretzels, dude like just pretzels and beer, like that's enough, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then you throw all the other good stuff in with it. Boom, there you go. Yeah. So um, Octoberfest is nice. Yeah. You
2: got you got you know Mardi Gras. Um,
1: St. Patrick's th- Day has really stolen the thunder, though. I mean, it is like the I would say the biggest one. The in most places.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I agree. It's like the one, one between that Mardi Gras and uh, and like for me Cinco de Mayo. I I just remember. That was the big one for me. Cinco de Mayo was an excuse to drink because, um, like, you could go. Um, I remember one year, uh, I think you might have been with me, Dan. We went to, like, this place in um, Moscow uh, called the Smoky Mountain Pizzeria. They were a good place, um, but they – okay, anyway. Um, they, uh, they did a, a Cinco de Mayo celebration, and I don't know why I'm stuck on it, but um, free Mexican beer. I mean, you only got one – um, Corona, which was kind of funny, um, but they had some Dos Equis and some other ones that, that it was just free all night, right? And they gave me a tiny bottle of Corona, which made me feel like a big man. Like I felt like I looked like uh, Andre the Giant holding a beer can, <laughs> right?
1: Like, uh, wally, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Um, but I don't know. I I just love it. Um, and you know what? It turns out like beer. Has played a very big role in the history of civilization. Um We, I've checked out before the documentary "How Beer Saved the World." Lee, did you ever watch that?
2: Yeah, but I don't know if I would remember like much of it. Um The biggest thing wait, was, wait, were you like, drinking when you watched it? Yes, yes, I was. You just take a drink every time they say beer. Oh God, I would have <laughs> been dead. <laughs> <laughs> But the the long story short is like, and Dan, Dan, you're welcome to elaborate. But it's essentially that beer was often safer to drink than water, um, yes. especially mm-hmm. in history. Yeah, I mean,
1: Lee, it goes back. I mean, like during the Middle Ages, this was a big thing. Uh, brewing beer would, uh, you know, you'd have to you know, boil it and get your mash and everything and there's the alcohol and it's all fermented and it would kill off most of the bad bacteria and be safer than water um but i mean it goes all the way back to the agricultural revolution like the dawn of human civilization uh you know hunters gatherers early like proto-agricultural communities would start collecting barley and some of it got wet get a little yeast next thing you know it's got this bubbly concoction on top of it and uh, they're like oh that'll get you messed up get you a little get you a little buzz going and people really liked it um it kind of works into the stoned ape theory a little bit lee do you know stoned ape
2: yeah isn't it the most of the uh stuff occurred because of uh like our early ancestors getting drunk and high in different ways, yeah,
1: essentially, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and that's that's where this fits in. So people started getting drunk; they liked it. They decided to grow more barley. Agriculture becomes a bigger and bigger thing. They have to start recording crop production and transactions and how much you know beer they made. And next thing you know, you've got a whole system of writing and communities that are set in one place near fields. And boom, the from the Fertile Crescent it spreads out um all of human civilization.
2: I would, couldn't the same be said though about bread? Um about <laughs> people are just carb drunk
1: in general. They're just like, Oh shit, carbs, yes. Yeah, like
2: <laughs> uh, bread probably corn, probably yeah potatoes, yeah. like I'm just I'm just thinking, like, anything that could have been a substantial part of one's diet, um, beer was probably definitely the most prevalent because it was across all different cultures as, like, these different cultures evolved and grew, right? Um, But really any major food source would have been part of that, that growth and development and controlling stuff, right? Am I wrong?
1: Well, no, you know I think beer probably just easier to make, right? You know, like to make bread, you'd have to have flour, you have to actually grind that grain. Um, Beer, you just need, you know, to cook it. You need water and yeast and your grain. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Beer. So,
2: it's a little bit. I saw a random episode of How Stuff Works, or most of a random episode of How Stuff Works um about beer because it was masquerading as how beer saved the world and they said that it was a difficult process so dan which one is it okay well
1: <laughs> so <laughs> so now a, a lot of science does go into it right especially if you're like mass producing beer in the quantities that we make I feel it like now. such a
2: caring um, right now can i speak to your manager
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um, here's the thing: like, it could, it could be discovered accidentally and then perfected through uh, trial and error. So, what we would today call science, but back then they were just figuring out how to make something that wouldn't
2: kill them, right? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I I so. do get it. It just feels like. The statement of, oh, beer was the one that instigated it, I feel like uh, it was probably part of it, but I don't think it was the entire instigation of the development of society.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, probably not, but it definitely is a a factor, and a, I think a larger one than you're giving it credit for. Um, so, And then it moves on through history, All the way up to, uh, you know, pasteurization. You know, Louis Pasteur didn't invent pasteurization to help milk last longer. He was actually studying beer. Ah. Yes. So this guy figured out how to make beer last longer and through this work ended up developing uh, what we today call the germ theory of disease. Mhm. Yeah, kind of a big deal.
2: <laughs> kind of like,
1: yeah. So it's just, it's just great stuff. I mean, and then the germ theory leads to antibiotics, and look at where we are today.
2: Yeah, creating superbugs.
1: Pan- in a pandemic.
2: <laughs> <right>?
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot, beer. Thanks, Obama. did see the coronavirus coming. So well, I guess he I guess you can't blame beer for everything, but I guess there's a few things
2: I could blame beer on, but oh yeah there's a lot of things details. in my life I could blame on beer <laughs> a lot of things a couple scars, several scars other things <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna
1: say i w- I was like, I know Dan, that's a low blow. I've had a couple drinks, yeah no I stay away nope. from that blow like. <laughs> I said no don't do it <laughs> um, No it's crazy It's crazy um, But yeah dude Beer, liquor What do you think Lee What are you get, What are you going to do to celebrate This St. Patrick's Day People listening they want to know What you're going to be doing on the 17th Which Which BYOB Clarksville Strip Club Can they find you in all right, tomorrow night. <laughs> All right.
2: Stilettos. <laughs> they officially have the sign that says BYOB. So I'm going there, Stilettos. And I think I'm going to go with some uh, Jameson. Like I just yeah, I like a whiskey now and then now and again. So I'm okay with that. Oh, there you go. Oh,
1: you you're trying to look all classy when these strippers come up, aren't you? I am. You, I am Dirty
2: dog. You want to look classy. You want to look like you've got some money, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then just nickel oh, and dime and them they'll to probably death. be they'll like, probably
1: be a special. They'll probably be a special.
2: No, I'm, I'm going to take in um, little baggies, like the little baggies that, I don't know, little baggies. And I'm going to put like 25 cents in nickels, and that's what I'm going to be putting in G-String's.
1: You are going to get kicked out. The first time you pull out coins, they're going to be like, what the (laughs) hell? You're going to be on your ass in the parking lot.
2: Uh, You know what? I will try my best not to get my ass kicked, but I kind of want to do that. Like, wouldn't that be hilarious? (laughs) That is pretty good.
1: That is pretty good. Uh, Just like
2: baggies of coins that you're
1: like hanging Hey, 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 hey. You wouldn't want someone coming to your work and being like, here's a penny for the tip jar. Not that you have a tip chart, but I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't... Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I still think it'd be funny. Yeah. Like, I'd be prepared to give more if that makes you feel better. <laughs> like, Dan, I feel like you're trying to encourage me to go to a strip club right now. And I've had a few drinks, so I'm actually considering it. <laughs> I was
1: going to was gonna say, those girls don't come down to the truck stop and knock the truckers' dicks out of your mouth. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> They're not messing up your job. Wow.
2: Oh, sometimes
1: it
0: feels
2: like that, though. Sometimes it feels like that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Dan. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> What's sad is you see them from time to time You see lot lizards from time to time Guys if you don't know what a lot lizard is It is a woman or man Or somebody that hangs around The truck stop parking lots And attempts to get um, well To pro- or to use prostitution as a way To um, Make a living I don't hold it against them you, you explain that In like one of the worst
1: ways possible It's a truck stop hooker
2: Oh, yeah, that would have been so much easier. It's truck stop hookers. Yeah. Like, that's what a lot lizard is. Uh-huh. Um, You see them from time to time. It's kind of sad. Um,
1: But. Yeah, it most certainly is not a glamorous lifestyle,
2: <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. But, hey. Not nearly same. as many diamonds and fur as you might expect.
1: No, no. St. Patrick's Day is coming up, you know. 2 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day in the bar. A lot of ladies look pretty good.
2: Yep, that's true. And you know what? If you strike out with all those ladies, now you know where to go to pick up a truck stop hooker. Oh, there you go. Lee, do you want to give the people your back page information or... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? A man's got to make money. A man's got to make money. I've got an OnlyFans.
0: It's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Lee? Uh, our Patreon support has been a bit
2: lackluster lately. I think we should start an OnlyFans. You know what? If we could make more money at OnlyFans, like, I would do it. Man, I considered it. I read an article. <laughs> oh, guys. Okay. I read an article the other day, and this is complete. <laughs> This is going to be the most explicit episode. Um, It was basically talking about this mom whose kids... She was in Australia. But her kids got kicked out of school because she runs an OnlyFan page and makes $190,000. And the the article said a month. $190,000 a month. I was like, I'd take it in the ass for $190,000 a month. (laughs) I'm... I I considered it, Dan. Dan. You would. You would. I considered... (laughs) I asked my girlfriend if she wanted to do porn.
1: (laughs) And she didn't just
2: jump on that opportunity? Um... I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) I'm I'm a huge fan of the idea. Um...
1: Guys... Guys, uh, this episode is like a drunken break episode. This is me and Lee catching up, talking about fun stuff. Um, but if you don't ever want to see Lee or me on OnlyFans, please consider giving to our Patreon. <laughs> this is the best Patreon ad
2: ever. <laughs> Guys, a dollar a month will get you nothing like or something. I don't know yet. Like we, We're having issues with the ad ad-free shows ad-free shows a dollar a month will get you ad-free shows speaking of ads and a shout out and a shout out
1: yes you will and, get and sh- oh and if you're uh an early adopter into our patreon you can get a little uh a little plaque a little memorial on com on the internet for all time
2: yes Never coming down. I'll change the site, but it'll never come down unless I go broke. Guys, we really need Patreon supporters. We are we are enacting a program that we are calling
1: the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. First twelve Patreon supporters get their names immortalized on our website for all time,
2: all time until the internet crashes. Until we run out of money or funds and they shut down the site because we're not paying for it. Well, it'll
1: still be cashed. It'll still be in there. Until, yeah, you're, the, you're, until World War Three, until the nukes drop, you will be part of Internet infamy.
2: Yes. Yes. Don't worry about your Facebook page. The really important thing to get right here is... Your name on BeyondTerrestrial.com.
1: Boom. Boom. Got That's it. it. History in the making. And uh, if you're part of the Dirty Dozen, and eh, maybe we're throwing some stickers too. Yeah. I got stickers. You got stickers, Lee? Oh, I got stickers. I got a lot of stickers. Guys, you want to be in on this Dirty Dozen. I'm telling you right now. The Dirty Dozen. And they're going to be like our go to guys. Maybe, I'm just throwing this out there, you can meet Lee at a BYOB Clarksville Strip Club on a future St. Patrick's Day.
2: You know what? I would do that.
0: Yes.
2: I I would do that if somebody joined me. Like, I would definitely do that. There you go. Don't even care. There you go.
1: We are... We're having a couple drinks, and we are getting it together. And this is going to go out on the internet, and we are going to have to be held to every single one of these promises because that's how the internet works.
2: Wow, Dan, you're kind of a dick, but I would do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I would, though. I, I would go to a BYOB strip club with one of our fans if they were a Patreon supporter and one of the Dirty Dozens.
1: Yes. Oh. They get
2: themselves here. I will go to it with them. I, I will.
1: Boom. There it is. There it is. And
2: I can't even go back on it. Like, I can't be like, oh, my girlfriend said I couldn't because we have established that this show is more important than family.
1: <laughs> Dude, they don't listen. They don't even know. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Maybe you can't make it all the way to Clarksville, Tennessee. Maybe you want to come to uh sunny Jackson, Mississippi. Um, I'm a bit of a karaokeist.
2: I don't know if you all know. Ooh, okay. So Dan yes. will duet with you on any Backstreet Boys song you choose. Honestly, I'll duet with you on any song you choose. Any song you
1: choose. Preferably Backstreet Boys. Any song Boys. you choose. And it must I will be I will be the Olivia Newton-John to your Travolta, and we'll do Summer Nights. Guys, Dan's is a much better deal than I mine. will be the <laughs> Dolly to your Kenny. <laughs> I will be Cheryl Crow, and you can be Kid Rock, and we'll do picture. Or vice versa. Whatever you want. That's
2: a... F- hey. Get Dan dressed up like Cheryl Crow yeah. so we can take a picture of it. Hey, I did not say anything about costumes. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I thought I heard costumes. I've had a few. <laughs> uh,
1: nope. You ain't getting that one by me, son.
2: <laughs> I thought I could sneak it by, too. Like, no. Um, yes, guys. I, I know this seems like just a ridiculous ad for our Patreon page. It's not. We didn't intend on coming in to do this like this, but hey. We do need Patreon supporters. Patreon supporters help people pay our pay the bills, help us make sure we stay monetized and able to continue going forward um, with the podcast. So please, that. And if you could give us some likes on Apple, that'd be great too. All right. Hey, talking about paying the bills, Lee,
1: let's take one more break and then we'll wrap this show up. <laughs>
2: All right, and we're back, and we are on the last third of our um, "Hey, let's get drunk and talk about shit" uh, episode. I think that's what we've what we've done. Is that what we're doing for our St. Patrick's Day episodes? Uh, yeah, this is it. This is uh, our catch up episode.
1: We are we are killing time and we are drinking booze. And I am about done with this triple of jameson on the rocks and um,
2: i'm feeling uh, pretty pretty uh pretty good i'm down to like one or two uh beers right now um so i'm i'm not bad i wouldn't say i'm as yeah anyway moving past it
1: (laughs) yeah so guys we are we love st patrick's day we love the traditions we love the food um we love um, bar fights, Lee. What's the best bar fight you ever saw?
2: Ooh. You know what? I actually have one, and it's a deep cut. I, at least I think it's a deep cut. The bar fight from McClintock. Yes, the John Wayne vehicle McClintock. Have you ever seen I it? See,
1: have you ever seen it? Uh. Yeah I, I yeah I have. Um
2: but it's been a while. They end up in a mud pit essentially. But it starts in a bar. Ah,
1: classic.
0: hmm
1: Very cool. Well, you see Lee, uh the best bar fight I ever saw was a real bar fight. Oh. It happened in Moscow. Oh. Um yeah, it was at um Oh, where was it at? Mingles. It was at <laughs> Mingles. <laughs> Makes sense. Mingles is the place to go. I don't know if you know that, uh, but it may no, not be usually, anymore.
2: Dan, we have been out of Moscow for a little bit. Have, I've, have you gone to Mingles? I recently? I have.
1: I have my sources. I have been back to Mingles. Mingles is still the place to go. Okay. That is a fact. All right. All right. Um, CJs no longer exists. Poor CJ. Rest in peace. Really? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> So this bar fight, uh, Mingles, for those who don't know, is a pool hall uh, sort of bar. So there's a bunch of pool tables, and then there's kind of a raised-up level sort of by the bar, and there's tables and stuff. Um, And they serve halfway decent food, pretty good bar food. Um, And it's a very chill vibe. Uh, People are there shooting pool, um, pretty big space, pretty relaxed. And this dude flips over one of the tables. And these are pretty heavy tables. And as he's flipping the table, he is leaping from his chair to Superman punch the dude across the table from him. I mean, lays him wow. out. And, oh, dude, it was intense. And they're rolling around fighting. And then the cops get called and they get bounced. And it was, it, I mean, this table flip into a punch like one smooth motion very impressive
2: okay dude had been planning that and it went way better than he had ever thought it would right like you know, <laughs> know that dude right? was like this is gonna end horribly right because <laughs> that was what you yeah, running through well, my mind i <laughs> i don't know well, this the thought like
1: you got to jump across all this broken glass and you're the one who's going to land in it probably. Yeah. Of not probably not a smart move.
2: Uh, but looked looked pretty good. I can imagine that guy weighing his options and for whatever reason that option became the best option possible. <laughs> yeah, very impressive. Or he's just an so, idiot and thought this is going to look cool and got lucky, right? <laughs> like
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, Lee, have you ever – do you have any advice for the listeners if they should find themselves in a St. Patrick's Day bar fight? What is your go-to self-defense move? Oh, get naked.
2: <laughs> All right. It. You just drop trowel. Drop trowel. I'm telling you, guys, like he, nobody wants to wrestle or fight with a naked guy, Right. Because every fight ends up on the ground. I've heard that before. I believe Dan told me that. Every fight ends up in the ground at some point. So any would-be attacker or would-be fighter, if you are standing your ground but you're naked, they're going to leave you alone. Because they're going to think you're crazy and they also don't want to end up rolling around with a naked guy on the ground.
1: So you would take the indecent exposure ticket over the assault charge. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, as long as it's two a.m. Right? If it's like middle of the day and like out back of a high school or something, no, that's not the best idea, right? But if it's, but if it's two a.m. in front of a bar, yeah, I'll take the indecent exposure ticket. I, I don't want to end up Smart. on a list, right? I like I, that's what I'm just trying. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <Good>. <laughs> as long as long as you're more than a thousand feet away from a school,
2: <laughs> exactly, right? Like. Indecent exposure, <laughs> not anything involving a minor. Yeah, I like.
1: yeah okay. Um, I think um, one of the best things I always heard was the headbutt. Oh, yeah. Using the crown of your head as a weapon. Um, You know, because you got guys get in your face, blah,
2: blah, blah. You give them the old headbutt right to the schnaz. Yeah, but um, nobody tells you how much that hurts you, too. Like, I know that, like, if you do, like, the crown of the head, you're not going to hurt yourself, and you're going to hurt him a lot more than you. It's still going to hurt. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yeah,
1: I mean, fair. I'm just saying, uh, I would go, if it was me, my number one move would probably be the headbutt, and I would follow that up maybe with, like, a, a swift kick to the shins. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's that's like my best the the best I got and after that I'm done for.
2: Well, you know, if you step back like one step, I think you could get a better shot on the knees. And I think knees are more incapacitating than shins. Shins just suck.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, right in the knee. That would be good.
2: Just aim a little higher. But no, you're you're Kneecap right. Like them. that that's probably the smart move. Like, getting naked is really probably not the best move, but ain't nobody going to fight you if you're naked, so.
1: I could just, I could see you doing that, Lee. You're like, all right, I'm going to get ready for this fight. One second, just drop trowel.
2: <laughs> and just pull off my shirt. Give him and a little,
1: just... give him a little waggle for it, too. <laughs> like,
0: hey,
2: come get some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to warn you, I haven't showered in a while, so if these end up in your face, like, oh, that was too much. I'm sorry, guys.
1: You' about to get teabagged, motherfucker.
2: Ooh, yeah, as, just, as tough as you
1: as tough as you can.
2: Yeah, once you're naked, you can like start like being like, "Let's go, motherfucker!" But you gotta get naked before you do that because that's how you look crazy. <laughs> if there was
1: a. On the Ultimate Fighter, many, many years ago, there was a fighter. He got drunk, and he wanted to have a fight. Um, and <laughs> he kept asking his would-be opponent. He's like, you want to bang, bro? Let's bang. <laughs> Take your pants off and be like, let's bang, bro.
2: <laughs> They're not going to fuck with you. ready you. to bang it out, bro? Like. <laughs> They will not fuck with you if you're saying that. <laughs> you're killing me, Dan. Oh, man. <laughs> Too
1: much. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spank you like a redheaded stepchild, <laughs> boy. Get over here.
2: Yeah, the more you do shit like that, give him the crazy eyes the more likely you are to get out of the fight
1: <laughs> crazy eyes yeah yeah that always works oh, crazy eyes. give him yeah. the
2: crazy eyes <laughs> oh i'm well i'm a lover not girls. a fighter this guys is... that's that's why i choose to do these things
1: <laughs> he, he's just trying to impart knowledge uh to the people very good very yeah. um very benevolent of you lee Well, we've talked about uh, food, we've talked uh, a smidge about history and tradition, we've talked about alcohol, and we've talked about fights. Uh, Is there anything else that we could possibly cover in this episode about St. Patrick's Day, in this drunken tomfoolery that we are calling an episode about St. Patrick's Day?
2: Ooh, Dan. I mean... Pinch me if I'm not wearing green.
1: Oh, pinches. Oh yeah. Um you know, <laughs> That would be uh um, that would be a good go to fight move. The pinch, like titty twister. Oh.
2: Pow. Oh <laughs> a purple.
1: <laughs> covers covers them both. Ooh, yes,
2: yes. That's startling enough, right? Like, if you were naked and then attempting the purple nurple, like, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs>
1: like, I'm going to twist those nipples so hard. Get over here, boy.
2: <laughs> mm, let's, mm, yeah, let's go. Mm. <laughs> I'm going gonna,
1: I'm gonna to twist the shit out of those nipples. Or
2: you could take a completely different approach, right? Not aggressive at all, just like very into it and like rubbing your belly a lot right like mm, yeah <laughs> let's go mm. no oh.
1: no even better you just be like mm, come at me bro
2: mm.
1: Mm, come <laughs> at me
2: come at me bro like, with With your finger in your belly button as much and as little as possible right like just the perfect amount of like middle finger rubbing around on your belly button <laughs> just like oh yeah
1: Mm. (laughs) oh my god come at me bro (laughs) that is it that is it guys wow um pinch me if i'm not wearing green on the 17th and uh don't try and fight me please um Give to our Patreon so we don't have to start an OnlyFans. (laughs) And enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. And keep looking out for more tales from out there, Beyond Terrestrial.
0: Thank you for listening to Beyond Terrestrial, all three of y'all. If you're still a fan of this show, follow Beyond Terrestrial on social media and join the Beyonders Facebook group for even more strangeness. Links to everything, including previous episodes, are available at beyondterrestrial.com. That's the place to go for stickers, merch, show swag, and our Patreon. Patrons get exclusive access to ad-free shows, giveaways, and the unedited after-show show. show. Anything you give to the show goes straight to Funkmaster B's Bachelor Pad, which for now is also where these giant turkeys record this show. This show was edited by Simple Equations Media with music by Mike Rupp. Dan and Lee will be back next Tuesday with more from Beyond Terrestrial.